Hey, listeners, thank you so much for joining us for the second season of Midlife at the Mailbox. Over eight years ago, Denise and I met during a chance meeting at our neighborhood mailbox. Over the years, our friendship has blossomed into something bigger. We can't wait to tell you all about it. And although we no longer share a mailbox, we really are closer than ever in real life. This meeting at the mailbox inspired a friendship, a business relationship, a lot of laughs, a couple tears, and now a podcast. So come along and listen in. We're so glad you're here. It's Friday. It's Good Friday when we are recording, and we're having a really good day. The sun is shining here in Chicago. It's like in the mid-40s. What about out in California? Also sun shining. Um, We're getting, yeah, mid Excuse me. Um, like high 60s, low 70s, which is good for us. It's been very cold here in California uh, for us and rainy, but we're we're heading towards warmer pastures, I think. Let's so. hope. Oh my gosh. We were just down uh in Miami for spring break. And mm-hmm. I like I like to say from our time of when we were in, of when we were in Florida and then like all the times that we've gone back you cross over a certain like line and like the, the sky becomes like this technicolor, like mm-hmm. brightness, all of the trees are beautiful and green and the grass is always green and it's just bright and sunny and cheerful. And then I come back here and it's <laughs> not bright, sunny and cheerful. And it's been raining all week and Wednesday it was like 70, but rain. <laughs> So we've been, Denise and I have been kind of like toying around with what we wanted to talk about for this episode. And it's just us again, uh, because we had such a good time chatting about social media and habits um, a couple weeks ago that we, you know, wanted to bring ourselves back on and, and chat about some other conversations that, um, you know, that Denise and I have offline. So I was getting ready for our podcast this morning. And I came across a perfect quote that I think really will um, segment in our episode today. And um, are you familiar with, (laughs) are you familiar with the movie Ferris Bueller? I am. Mm -hmm. Also, wasn't that filmed in Chicago? (laughs) It was filmed in Chicago. Mm hmm. You've been on your um, Chicago movie uh, movie settings, right? A tour this week. Were you? Did you post something about the Home Alone house in Winnetka? Yes, 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 yes. I'm teaching my Think Like Instagram course to um, some women through the Winnetka Community House, uh-huh. um, and it's called the Women's Exchange. And I walk out after the class was over, and I look up, and I'm like, "Oh, that's the Home Alone house." And we've been we've passed it before, but. Um, it's on a street called Lincoln. And uh, yeah, so I snapped a picture of it and posted it that I was. How apropos outside. Lincoln yes. in Chicago. Lincoln, Lincoln in, in, in Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> they get creative with their names. <laughs> so um, yeah, so keeping with our Chicago movies, um, Ferris Bueller, fantastic movie. But the quote is life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it, which segues nicely into what Denise and I wanted to chat about today, which is how are you doing with your resolutions that you made at the beginning of the year? Um, It is officially spring and 
with spring is a time for renewal and regrowth and um, sunshine and new beginnings, right? Yeah. I mean, so many, yeah. I mean, traditionally our calendars, whether it's cultural, religious, also mark this time, right? Um, you know, Amy mentioned it's Good Friday. It was Passover a couple of days ago. It'll be Easter holiday on Sunday. Uh, you know, there was also the Persian New Year. Uh, Nehru's was a couple weeks ago. Where are you with wh- what you would kind of set yourself up for your New Year's resolution? How are you working towards it? Did you get off track? Is now a good time for you to circle back to some things that you <laughs> were initially planning to do? Sure, sure. I think in the beginning of the year, we talked about like my manifesto and, and the things that I wanted to attack this year in terms of like, you know, my business and then also just some personal habits that I think will make me more effective. One of those was trying to wake up and work out before my kids were awake. I say that's, you know, I'd give that a grade of a C. I, I gave myself a C <laughs> on that. Um, I've, I've done it more times Oh no. I I'd say like I I do it two or three times a week, two times this week. Um, not every day this week, but I think I'm finding a balance. I mean, we we kind of revisited this in the sandwich generation piece and, and maybe even after that when those small habits, but something I'm still working towards, but something I can uh, you know, continuously approve uh, improve on. So that's one thing. I think the one area where I have made progress is potentially more than the waking up early, though, is uh, dedicating more time to building my business. I have noticed that I'm you know, spending more time trying to build that um, the lead funnel, spending more time on social media. Um, you know, I've been taking, I took Amy's course, Think Like Instagram. That was a, uh, you know, a great step towards that. And then as well, just kind of, I'm going back to more networking. I had a yeah, great networking. Yeah, I had a great networking meeting this week. I haven't even got to tell you about it yet, but it was a good one, and uh, it just reminded me that it gave me some encouragement and reminded me that I like networking and that it's it is fruitful. So another practice what you preach moment. Uh, sometimes I I post those on LinkedIn or Instagram uh, because I'm in you know I work on these things too. Even though I coach and talk about it, I have to walk the walk. So. Absolutely. And the networking piece has been huge. I mean, I joined uh, our Chamber of Commerce here in Glenview for this year, and I'm in a couple of women's networking groups. And I was Mm -hmm. actually, uh, I was at, I, Wednesday, I was at a Wednesday, no Thursday, I was at a networking group. So yesterday um, with this women's, with the women's group and it's great. And it's just like really vibrant and people are excited to be there and, you know, wanting to help, you know, this, this particular group I was a guest at and, um, the women that were, that, that were part of it were very like, how could we not necessarily towards me, but just in general within the group, Mm -hmm. like, how could we help you? Who is your ideal person that you're looking for that we can connect you to? And just all really nice. And, um, just, just, just very like upbeat. And there was a a birthday and they celebrated the birthday. Mm -hmm. So like, they just really, truly like work to make, you know, uh, I don't know, just, I got like a really good vibe when I was right. Even from when I walked in was, was, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, our famous, not famous, but our line we repeat often in-person networking is not dead or in-person events aren't dead. And it goes to show that, you know, I think I said it to someone this week too, um, the return to community 
right? And yeah. and maybe it's people from returning sooner than I have, but that is, I think, a nice feeling. And I think people have finally kind of come out of the last three years, um, you know, doing a lot more of that. I think, you know, you did see that in 2022, but I, you know, I feel like this year it's it's more like 2019 than I felt in three yes. years. Yes. I feel like as I agree, people are really, the events are starting to, people are starting to really partake in the events a lot more um, than they were even last year. I feel like, yeah, I was at a workout class yesterday and the room was packed and it's been a long time since I've been in a, like, you mm-hmm. know, in a workout class where like there was, there was no, you know, no space. So people are, people are back. People are, people are out and about. And if you're not making that time for yourself, for your business, for your growth, um, for your email list, like I would add that, add that piece to it because, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely an important component, um, in terms of building your community and network. And it's been a big, that's been a big piece for me is like, from one of my goals was to work on my email list and growing my email list, because as I will tell prospective customers and I sell and I, and I will tell, you know, my clients is that, and my, and I tell myself is that the health of your business is based off of the strength of your email list. Right. Or it's, it's a, it's a big, it's a big component of it. And, you know, if you don't have people on your email list that are going to cheerlead for you, then, you know, you're just kind of like sending information out to, you know, dead air. So that's something super important. And so the more that, you know, you network and you participate in events and you get people's cards and all right when you walk in the door, like that should be the first habit that you have is that all of those emails get added to your, um, to your list. And I always will like send a very quick, like follow-up, like, thank you for having me. Here's, you know, just a reminder, my information, you know, whether or not someone's going to, you know, take action on it. But um, anyways, and I mean, that even was- if you're, and even if you're not an entrepreneur building your own business or, you know, it, it's just nice to, I think, I mean, I know we're pretty extroverted and Aquarians, but I mean, even if you're not right, it's just the return to some sort of normalcy and also the return of being in person, right. Versus being virtual or just not doing it at all. Um, so, uh, I think that that's a nice I think a nice boost for spring as well. And I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I'm kind of feeling that. Um, I'm feeling that. So, well, and it brings like, it, there's a level of like enjoyment too. So not only is it, you know, from, from a business perspective, right. Not only is it helping to, you know, promote your, your brand, but it also just gets you out. And, you know, I think one of the other pieces, you know, from a personal standpoint of things that I wanted to, um, you know, work on, this at the beginning of this year and, and, and put into practice this year is, you know, moving beyond just like my self-care routine, because while that's like important is, is also like finding things that bring me joy outside of work. And, Mm um, you know, whether it's taking a class or learning something new or, um, you know, if, like a, adding a different like fitness routine or taking walks, like so there, there's just doing things that are for, for you, um, I think are, are super important and, and, and something that you find like that you have a passion for. I was with my chiropractor a few weeks ago and she asked me, she's like, Amy, what is something that you're like truly passionate about? Ah, 
And I was like, what you do in your fifth grade? (laughs) (laughs) But not even passionate about from like a work perspective, like just physically. Yeah, I know. What are you? Yeah. Like, what are you passionate about? Like, Denise, you had a week this week. Um, you called me on one of the days that wasn't like one of your best days, nothing was going right. And thank goodness you packed your clothes for your dance <laughs> class. But like, that's a passion of yours. Like that was something, yes, it's, yes, it's health and, and moving your body, but it's also something that like brings you joy and allows you to feel very vital when you go and you take this dance class. And so I'm was super proud of you that, you know, even when you weren't necessarily feeling like a hundred percent, like I really want to go to this dance class, you still did it. And that is something that like, you're truly passionate about. I can't wait till I can like start working in my like faux garden out front of my house. I am trying to grow a strawberry right now from another strawberry. Now that the weather is turning last year, I didn't do any planting, but that also like brings me a lot of like, I enjoy doing gardening. So I'd like to get some like big wooden planters so that I could like put some herbs and stuff like that in and get some other flowers going. So, yeah. Nice. I like that. No gardening. That's true. And I mean, I think that's all about living in the present, right? I mean, that's what I think we're talking about today too. It's, it's, um, it's the small changes, but it's also the resolutions. Like, I mean, it's something I'm trying to do more of live in the present. Right. And I think that's, um, what we're talking about um, today, a lot of, it's just maybe trying to inspire all of you if if you're feeling stuck or in a rut or whatever it is, is uh, just to try to enjoy those micro moments and, and do those kinds of things. Yeah. And definitely just like do the things that, that you are, are putting off. Like, why, why are you, you know, like, I think ask the question is like, why wait? Why not now? You know, travel, if you don't have the finances to travel, like take a road trip, just kind of like move your mailbox. We like to say, just like move it for like a day or two. You can, you know, find a friend that you could stay at their house and just, you know, and enjoy, you know, company Or one of the, you know, we had a great time when we went down to Miami, we stayed with my cousin. And so that was really awesome uh, because we don't really get to spend one-on-one time. Like a lot of times, you know, when we're getting together with the family, everybody is together. So this is probably like one of the first times that like we literally had our undivided attention of each other for an entire week. Well, maybe like five mm-hmm. days, but like we, you know, we were together. Granted, he was working, we were doing a little work and and so we weren't together 24 seven, but it was like a really nice time. And I was talking to my aunt afterwards and I said, you know, it's like really cool to, to see him like as an adult, you know, because I, I even felt like this way and I don't, you know, how you feel with, with your brother, but I feel this way with my sister when, when she started dating her now husband and then they got engaged and then they got married and they're taking all of these life life stages and you stop, they're always going to be like your little like siblings, but they stop being like the little sister and they like suddenly are a grown up and adult, right. That has a house and a mortgage and wow. kids. And so I feel like when I look at my cousin, who's 37 and has done very, very well for himself in the music industry. And he has this beautiful home in Miami and like, 
you know, he doesn't have a car, but he like Instacarts and, you know, calls Ubers wherever he needs to go. Cause Miami really like functions like a, like, like a big city in terms of like, so it's kind of a pain if you do have a car, but I like was joking with my aunt the other day. I'm like, he even like orders his own toilet paper, you know, (laughs) just I know just like funny things like, you know, and body wash, like just things that you don't necessarily like think about. Well, he's and an individual, right? You know, I mean, when you're kind of functioning, in, yeah, when you're functioning <laughs> in the family unit, right? And you probably see him a lot of times with his parents, right? And, you know, I, I don't think he's married yet, right? So probably his mom steps in a lot when you're in, you know, when you're in person, right? As moms do. Uh, no, I, I could definitely relate to that. My The ring bearer in my wedding. So yeah. we've been married like, you know, 18 years in October, the ring bearer in my wedding got married over the weekend. Uh, I mean, he's, he's married. So uh, that's crazy. It was crazy to see him. I mean, obviously, um, yeah, that was a big deal for my cut. It's my distant cousin of mine, like her son. And yeah, it was, I was like, Oh, little Peyton, he's all grown up now. And, you know, (laughs) He's in the army. He's married now, and he was just five years old a second ago. When, <laughs> or three. but it just like, but it just goes to show you that, like, that quote is so true. That life does move really fast, and you know, it's, you know, it, we we're just kind of, you know, having a a conversation, and this is like how Denise and I, you know, typically like converse. It's like we have one topic, and it skews into another topic, and that's you know, that's what we like, and then we'll circle it back, but. You know, I think it's just it's just fun to see these 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 people in our lives that are functioning that are that are obviously functioning. How do you think our parents feel? <laughs> I know that, you know, like we once were just like the, the kids and now we're, you know, actually adults. I mean, and I don't think of myself as an adult, but I am an adult and I have I'm raising a child and, you know, we've got all the we have all the. Yeah, that's truly, that's another midlife phenomenon, right? (laughs) Midlife moment, really. I mean, I was in Trader Joe's today and something like kind of, you know, developmental in in Ella's life happened uh, recently. And I was thinking, I saw a little girl with her dad. She was about four in Trader Joe's this morning. And I thought to myself, there's no more little girl. Like it's a big, you know, it's, it's, she's, she's grown up. She'll be in sixth grade, which is in our you know, district, our school district, it's middle school. Yep. Yep. Walkers move and, schools to yeah. move schools too. Yeah. So, I mean, I looked at the little girl and I don't usually, I, I, I embrace every new developmental stage of my kids. I feel like I'm excited. I'm excited for them to grow up. I don't typically look back and, and, and be sad about that. Um, but I will say that, uh, today I kind of felt a little ting of that twang of that. I was like, oh man, it's going to get, it's going to get rough before it gets smooth again. No, no. <laughs> and then it's when you kind of are like, I miss the babies. Like, and then, you know, I, re- I re- remind myself, I had my niece a few weeks ago and I was watching her while my, my sister and my brother-in-law went out and she slept over here and we had a, gr- a great weekend. But I'm like, okay, it's time to go home. <laughs> and she's gonna be four in a few weeks. And I'm like, I like, oh my God, they don't sleep in. Caleb, like, will sleep until like today. He didn't have school. He slept till 9 30. I'm like, this oh. is amazing. You know, like they're they, he's he takes after Mike and I where we're not. We are certainly not early risers. But anyways, it just it's just really like the life just 
it just kind of flashes before you. And I think one of the pieces that I took away, you know, coming out of COVID with COVID is that it does like just, you know, you've, you've got to do the things that bring you joy, that make you happy, that, that, you know, find that passion, take that leap, start the business, you know, continue working your regular nine to five. If, you know, the, the financial means are not there yet in, you know, whatever it is that you're, that you're looking to do, but, don't wait. Like, what are you waiting for? Right. We're clearly not getting younger. I mean, no one, but no if, one not now, if not now, when, right. If right. there's that thing, if not now, when, right. And I mean, sometimes I get overwhelmed with thinking about what I want to do, but then, you know, I, I'm not always good about this, but this is also something I'm trying to do in the new year. So maybe this is another mid or, you know, quarter, quarter check, quarterly check-in on the resolution. <laughs> To writing some things down or lists because I like totally. To I, mean, I know that's something you're doing, Amy. You've been really good about this year. But even if I write it down, like, oh, make this doctor's appointment, and I, you know, if I do it at least in the next week, it's not swirling around, right? Or same thing with like, I'm in that book club, and I'm supposed to be getting a head start on the book, and I wrote it down. Read, read remarkably read bright. Book. Read remarkably bright creatures for twenty minutes. I still haven't gotten there, but I will. I will, right? If I write it down, I'll do it. But um, yeah. so you know, I was reading my Atomic Habits book, and mm. then Caleb and I discovered through the library they have. I have um, what's the pro? What's the app? It's called Hoopla, and through Hoopla, through my library, I was able to get a free like login to utilize Hoopla for audiobooks mm. and and like and like digital downloads. So there was a book that Caleb and I he and I love reading at night together when we get the opportunity. We've been doing that um yeah, that that's is the a, theme you guys talk about, yeah. Yep. We've been doing that since he was really really little. Well, that's an atomic and, habit. Yeah, it's an atomic habit and we yeah, so we've been doing it since he was little. It's part of his routine. The moment that he tells me that, like, he no longer, like, wants to, like, read and, you know, snuggle with me before bed or even have, we still put him to bed. Um, I will be really, really, I was telling you that the other day, like, I will be, like, so You'll devastated. have your Trader Joe's moment. Like I'll I have did. my Trader Joe's moment. Like, it won't just be, like, looking at little photographs of him as I Next to the avocados. Next, the avocados. Denise is breaking down in tears because who could cry next to an avocado? I don't know. They're delicious, but I did not not full on tears, but a little 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 one. But yeah, I know that's um. Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's how you can incorporate that and into your life, right? And I think you know we hear this a lot too. And like you know, just to drop my favorite psychologist, uh, Dr. Samantha Boardman, she did a check in with all of her. Um, you know, all of her followers recently, like, how are people doing, you know, with this? And, you know, the science shows, and that's what she was, you know, mentioning that this is not just, you know, us trying to spew self-help or self-care or whatnot. Yeah. And to follow up, Denise, to your list, uh, one of the things I spoke with my therapist about is that, you know, Mike and I, we spent um, three glorious months in the Tampa area in 2021. And we constantly go back to how happy we were when we were in Florida and, um, every time we go. So we were back in Florida in, uh, in January for Caleb's hockey. And we went back to the area that we stayed for a night. And then we were obviously just in Florida now and drove around and we drove. So we, 
actually got to see a wide variety of the state of Florida. And as we were there and we're driving and then we start our conversation back on like, what is our plan? What is our plan to get to get to Florida, right? What does that look like to buy mm-hmm. a second home so that like we could start enjoying it? And, you know, like, what's our plan? And my therapist said, you know, sometimes these types of like situations become a little too like overwhelming to just like, just physically talk about. So Mm -hmm. to your point about writing things down is making sure that like you're putting together like a tangible plan, right? Just because you write it down doesn't mean that you can't change it, but start to put down a tangible plan. Like what does it look like for financial? What does it look like? You know, what area do you want to be in? Mm -hmm. What is your timeline to get there? You know? And so the, the same could go for, the same could go for as we like enter this season of renewal is write things down. Like, what is it? What are your, what are your high level goals that you would like to do? Would you like to get out and walk every single day? Okay. That might seem like that's a lot. That's like super daunting. So maybe it's like, I'm going to walk, you know, twice a week for 15 minutes and work up that habit of, you know, of, of adding that walk back. But do the things that you want to do, do the things that, that, that want to bring, that will bring you joy or that you're obviously hoping will, you know, bring you joy. Take that trip, um, you know, reschedule your, reschedule your birthday trip, (laughs) even if it's next year, but, you know, reschedule, do the things that you do, the things that you want to do. And don't just sit idly by watching other people, um, you know, live the life that you are hoping yeah, And sometimes for. those things, you know, when you set short-term and long-term goals, I talk a lot to that about my clients because a lot of times people will come to me, especially right now with a lot of big tech layoffs and the the job seekers tend to be a bit younger um, than, you know, I have seen in the past. And, you know, they might want to even be confronting a career change potentially, or they're curious about a career change or, you know, they want to make an industry switch. There's so many different things. And a lot of times I'll I'll coach them because, but they also have financial obligations, right? They're like, hey, I'd love to be doing this, but hey, I got to pay the bills in like three months. And, you know, with the average job search taking three to six months, I'd be like, okay, well, if you have a financial need, we need to, you know, let's get, you know, get the short-term goals to get your financial needs taken care of through a job that you can get a little bit quicker, but maybe what's your long-term plan, right? What's your, you know, one, three, five-year plan and writing those down um, and making small incremental, you know, progress towards that, right? And I mean, we talk about that all the time, right? But I think it's in the case of this, right? You know, it doesn't even have to be like a career goal, right? Like you said, you're looking for a a second home in Florida, right? So what could you be doing this year to be doing that? Even if it's Correct. just like, hey, re- researching areas in Florida that are, you know, within our price range, right? Or, um, you know, in, making progress towards that. And and then, you know, it gives you purpose and, and also fuels some, makes you feel like you're a part of something bigger in your life if, if you need that. Everyone's different, but yeah. But that also gives us the passion to, you know, explore a new place. Both I have I have grown up and lived in the Chicagoland area my entire life. Like I went to school here. I never left. So me doing those three months in Florida was like a big deal because I like got to experience an entire different area. You've moved uh-huh. around a lot, right? You have been up and down. 
California. You've been here. You know, you've lived in multiple different houses. Like I literally went from my parents' house that I grew up in. And then my parents bought a, when my parents separated um, and my mom moved to moved in with her then boyfriend. Now my stepfather, they bought a house together and I went to college and then I lived in the city for a year and then I moved in with Mike. Like I haven't had, you know, the experience of like living in multiple different places. And, you know, my, one of my very good girlfriends, like she keeps moving. I think that they're finally settled, but you know, I've, I've never, I've, I've never, you know, really experienced like living in multiple places, like on my own, like as a, as an adult. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's definitely on my, that is definitely on my bucket list to experience, you know, other, other places. And, um, you know, one, one last kind of thing to, to wrap up is, you know, as I opened, opened up our conversation with a quote from Ferris Bueller, I also saw this, this quote, which I thought was really, really interesting. And, um, you know, just leaves you with that same question as, you know, your passion, like what, what are you passionate about outside of say your job? Um, because we have one life, we just have this one and why are you not running? Like you are on fire towards your wildest dreams. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, it is, uh, I think it's truly a midlife phenomenon. I don't think at mm-hmm. 20 or 30, I would have thought about this, but I think you get to an inflection point, right? We talk about this a lot, you, you know, get to an inflection point and you're like, ah, oh, what is the next, what's the next phase going to be? And I think it's unique just given we're parents, you know, you and I are parents, but even if you weren't a parent in your forties, <clears throat> it's like, Hey, like, what is the second half going to look like? Right. Um, Americans are living longer in general. Uh, you know, it's going to look different than even it did. Well, definitely it'll look different than it did for our grandparents. But, um, you know, our parents, it, it just things will be different. And so how, you know, but we have the power to like, you know, make something a little bit unique and creative. Uh, and so, you know, how we do that is is interesting. But, um, yeah. but people are yearning for it. I hear it all the time in my coaching. I mean, it is an interesting phenomenon for sure. Um, I don't know if it's just because the last couple of years, but people have the energy and the motivation to do something additional. They, you know, they just don't want to be, and it's okay if you wanted this, but like it's, they just not satisfied with retiring at 62, a lot of people and just, you know, collecting uh, social security and maybe seeing grandchildren if they have them or, you know, they want more. The, yeah. I mean, they, they want to continue this idea of fulfillment a lot of people, not everyone. Uh, but, and so how do you kind of set yourself up for success? Uh, success with that? My mic just dropped. And and yeah, and setting yourself up for that midlife is a good thing. So maybe that's our generational phenomenon. We'll see. Yeah, setting things up for, yeah, for a good. There's a woman that's taking my, think like Instagram now at that women's exchange I was telling you about earlier. And um, she doesn't have a business, but her friend said, hey, take this class. And when I was chatting with her about like, you know, she's like, I don't know, like, I don't want to just like post just to like post. And, you know, what do people like care about? Like what it is that I do? And I'm like, well, tell me about some of the things that you enjoy. And she's probably, I don't, I don't know her age, but she's definitely midlife. And um, I so, said, you know, you don't have a business, like you do volunteer work. Like what else, how do you, what else brings you joy? She's like, oh, I ballroom dance. Oh. And I was like, oh, you ballroom dance. Well, that's what you should be talking about. Do people know that you ballroom dance? Mm, 
sort of like it's not, you know, not something that I talk, you know, that I like truly talk about. And I'm like, why? Why are you? Not, why doesn't everybody know that, you know, that you ballroom yeah. dance? Like that that's that's like an exciting piece about about you and allowing somebody to know who you are. And that's a whole community of people that you could be connecting with that also ballroom dance. So um, anyways. What I get, you know, the point of where Denise and I are at is that you've you've got this one, you've got this one life. Take those chances, put yourself out there, enjoy your time. If COVID taught us anything about being locked indoors, is that you know, we are many, many people are we need other people, we need things that we could do, we need to be able to drive our passions and you know. It, and excitement for, for our lives. Homo Um, sapiens are tribal. Yes, (laughs) that's true. So (laughs) we need our tribe some more than others. Uh, Amy and I need our tribe uh, just being the type of personality that we are. And so we hope that this has inspired you mailbox listeners to maybe, you know, check back in on your resolutions or your goals for the year, get inspired, get some energy towards, you know, tackling them, even if it's just you know, making one little small to-do list, putting it on your phone, writing it down on a post-it on your mirror, you know, whatever it is. Uh, Write those can... bucket list items down. Yeah, but this is, a, we don't have to wait until like December to realize, oh man, I didn't get there. And even if it's not perfect, right? I mean, I don't think it's a total fail of waking up and, you know, before 7 a.m. to be working out, but I could do better. And so maybe, it's, maybe a more realistic goal is two to three days a week. And and I mean, just start with one. I mean, for (laughs) me, if I don't like go back to sleep after I like let Caleb, you know, uh, like send him off to school, that's like a that's like a big deal. He's on the bus at seven fifteen. Mike and I are not early risers. I'm trying to just change my bedtime so I'm not going to bed at midnight every day, you know, because then I can't get up in the morning. Yes, but (laughs) yeah, progress, not perfection. Yeah, exactly. I mean, more than not, right? Well, cool. Thank you so much, Mailbox. Uh, if you get this, we hope you have a happy, you know, season of renewal and spring right now and thinking about those things. Maybe you've just gone back from break. Uh, maybe you're going on to breaks, uh, spring breaks. And so that's also, you know, also vacation is an awesome time to reset and press the reset button with spring and, and warmer weather. So we wish you renewal, whatever you celebrate. Happy Easter, happy Passover, happy Nehru's, happy everything. And we will see you guys next time at the mailbox. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap for this week. In season two, our goal is to share actionable tips with you. We hope this podcast episode leaves you feeling encouraged and full of midlife energy. But don't go away yet. Be sure to check out our show notes, And while you're there, click to join our email list. We promise we'll send only meaningful content. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram too for the show at Midlife at the Mailbox or our individual accounts for our own tips and tricks at AmyLAlex28 and Denise Rabat. That's Denise with a Y. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) So then we can come into your inbox each week and your feed almost daily. If you're a seasoned listener or just found us, we're glad you did. Make sure that you are following our show on your favorite podcast platform. And if you like what you hear, please share our episode with your midlife bestie and leave us a five-star review so more awesome listeners like you can discover Midlife at the Mailbox. 
We release new episodes every other week on Thursdays. At least we try. Our podcast is a production from the minds of two midlife besties and produced with love by the very creative Amy Alexander and Denise Rabat. Professional video and audio editing by Hivecast. See you at the mailbox. Bye.